Hey there, and welcome to Be Well with Steph, the podcast. This is the show for you if you believe that personal wellness can be an actively pursued goal, and you're ready to tackle building healthier daily habits with a little bit of good humor, a little bit of grace, and a little bit of coffee. I'm Steph, I'm your wellness and nutrition coach and your host, and I want to make it really clear. You're not expected to be or live perfectly here. Lord knows I don't. After battling diet culture and then learning to navigate the world of wellness culture myself, I know a few things are true. One, it doesn't have to be complicated to be effective. Two, you are capable of creating a lifestyle you love. And three, you have everything you need to start doing that today inside your own beautiful self. On this show, we'll talk about nourishing yourself, moving your body, getting a good night's sleep, caring for your mental health, being in community, and maintaining day-to-day practices that make you feel good. I'm here to help empower you to create and maintain a lifestyle of wellness that gives you the strength, energy, and confidence to go after your wildest dreams. So it has officially been a year of Be Well With Steph, the podcast episodes, which I think is kind of awesome. I didn't know how long that I was going to actually stick with this when it started. It was a fun experiment, fun business venture, fun creative outlet. And I wasn't really sure how long it would be a part of my business and my brand. But here we are a year later and it's super fun. I love it. I love connecting with you guys this way sharing information, being able to tell my story, other people's stories, help you work through mindset blocks, offer you, you know, some some insight or some tools and strategies. I like to show up in your earbuds, you know? I don't know if everybody listens to this or to podcasts with earbuds in, but I think that podcasting is a really personal way to be able to show up and connect with people. It's different from social media, right? It's not just coming across your screen, but it's you choosing to intentionally put something on, listen to it, look for a message and connect. So if you are here, whether you've been here for a year or whether you are relatively new, thank you. Thank you for being here and for choosing intentionally to allow me into your wellness and health and nutrition journey. So pretty awesome. Um, I know that I wanted to celebrate a little bit more one year. We did a compilation episode last week of some of our highlights or favorite moments from the last year. But I wanted to do a little bit more of something fun. Um, And I also know that there are some new listeners or people that are new to um, like social media or we've newly connected. So I thought it might be fun to kind of do a little get to know you type thing with some lists of favorite things. Now, I heard um, some friends of mine who podcast, um, Sam and Christine from Compassion and Cucumbers, They do a podcast often that includes um, like top five favorites types of things, types of episodes. So I wanted to play to Sam and Christine, if you're listening to this, and do not exactly five of everything. It's kind of like give or take, but I am excited to share with you some new and random lists of favorite things. Now, these categories of favorite lists 
tips that I'm going to share with you today came from my Facebook group and from Instagram. If you are not in my Facebook group, it's been newly revised. So definitely come on in, hang out with us in there. Facebook is just a little bit easier to actually talk to one another and kind of see other people to actually be in community. So I wanted to bring that back, even though I'm not a huge Facebook fan, I do really like hanging out in the group. So you can search for your groups for Be Well with Steph or the direct link I'll put in the show notes. But um, some of these questions came from in there. So I hope you're listening to hear your category. The first category was grocery stores. Super fun, super easy. So number one on my grocery store list is Aldi. I do most of my grocery shopping at Aldi because you really can't beat the prices. You cannot, if you price compare um, Aldi to like any other grocery store, in my experience, Aldi always beats it, always wins. Um, And the food quality is still really good. There's a big organic section if that's what you're into. There is, um, you know, tons of produce, great produce, great shelf-stable items. So definitely do most of my grocery shopping at Aldi. And then Every um, maybe six weeks, maybe once a month, um, I go to Wegmans. Wegmans is local to the Northeast area. So you may not have one in your area, depending on where you're listening from, you know, unlike Aldi, which is everywhere. Um, If you don't have an Aldi near you, let me know because we'll need to start um, campaigning in your area because it's just such a great store. Wegmans is amazing, but it's, in my opinion, much more expensive. So even though they have an amazing selection at Wegmans of vegan and plant-based products, and not just vegan, but ones that I think are still pretty nutritionally sound, you know, products made with integrity, they really have an awesome selection at Wegmans. Also an awesome frozen section. They have a lot of um, cultural diversity among their foods. So if there are specialty items you're looking for, it's always like a one-stop shop. You could find everything on your grocery list at Wegmans. I just think you're going to pay a lot more for it. So I usually do most of my shopping between Aldi, uh, once a month stock up at Wegmans for that specialty stuff. And then also number three, um, probably about once a week, once a week. Oh my gosh, that would be a dream. But like once a month or every six weeks at Trader Joe's. And that is only because Trader Joe's is like 40 minutes from my house. So it's not as convenient. It's like a half a day extravaganza to drive there, shop, you know, find what you want from your list, but also look at new products. And they have so many cool things there. Um, I could easily spend half a day and I can only really do that like once a month, maybe. But Trader Joe's, I just think is awesome for kind of your gray area foods, I would call them. It's awesome when you're looking for things that are partially prepared or pre-cut or more convenient. Maybe they are not necessarily a whole food, but they're minimally processed and frozen and they're just going to make your life more convenient. You know, I like to buy things like um, frozen edamame there and tempeh and um, the cauliflower gnocchi, and even stuff um, that would help me to not order takeout. So things like vegetable dumplings or something, or burgers, things that are so delicious and satisfying, but still have good nutritional value, are convenient to make, and they're kind of better for my budget and my health than takeout, you know, for the fun or, or easy grabbable meal. Love Trader Joe's for that. Um, And also some of their prices are awesome on things like grains and peanut butter and spices, all that at Trader Joe's. Uh, Number four for my grocery stores would be Topps Markets. And really only because it is three minutes from my house, it's just very convenient. 
Um, but I really took kind of a, a new connection with tops. That's a silly way to say that. But um, I started going back to tops again because tops utilizes flash food. If you're not familiar with flash food, there's an app on your phone that will let you know what grocery stores in your area, you get the flash food app, what grocery stores in your area participate in this program. And what it is, is um, like discounted food. So it is food that is maybe a few days away from the end of its shelf life. Maybe it is produce that is about to turn or it's potatoes or onions that fell out of the bag, a bag broke and so they're loose. So it is really discounted food that helps to minimize food waste. Instead of that stuff being about to turn or about to go bad, they just really mark it down and you can buy it. You go on the app and pick out what you want, pay for it online. And then you go to like the customer service desk or the um, self-checkout desk and just tell them you have a flash food order for pickup. It's that easy. And I'm talking cheap, like a box of produce for 2 or $3. And it's all really good stuff. If you cook it within the, you know, the next day or two, cook it, freeze it, eat it, consume it, whatever, it's 2 or $3. So I'm always like, it's worth getting a box because um, even if there are a few items in there that I don't think are great or I don't want to eat, you know, if two peppers come in the box, that $2 is what I would have paid for the peppers. So it's worthwhile no matter what. They also run kind of a promotion that for your first order, if you spend $10, you can get $5 off. So it's worth trying for $5 to see what's in there. Um, you can just use my code. So I'll put it in the show notes as well. But it is um, S-T-E-P-1-B-2-K. I'll put it in the um, show notes. But if it's your first time trying out Flash Foods, save five bucks. And then the last grocery store I wanted to put on the list is the Vegan Grocery Store. If you are in Western New York, they are located in Tonawanda, and they're a specialty vegan store. I don't go there often, um, only be well, two reasons, I guess. I don't go there often because, again, it's far from my house. You know, it's a drive to go out there, and I, and I don't really have any other reason to go there very often, so it's far. Um, the other reason is that it's a lot of food that I don't eat on a regular basis, you know, maybe um, packaged items or substitute type items. And they have other stuff too. And they have household items and they have, you know, nutritious food, but it's just far for me to drive there for staples. What I love about them is that they have every specialty vegan substitute you can imagine. They've curated an awesome selection of, you know, when people are interested in becoming vegan or they're working on that transition and they say, oh, I would do it except I really miss Swiss cheese or I really miss scrambled eggs or I really miss whatever sausage or beef jerky or whatever. They have a vegan substitute for everything. So they're just a really fun place to check out on occasion and find something that might be like meeting one of your cravings or super delicious or something you feel like you've missed that could help you to maintain a vegan lifestyle if that's something you're interested in. So that top five rundown of grocery stores was Aldi, Wegmans, Trader Joe's, Tops utilizing flash food, and the vegan grocery store. Now for something completely different. Someone asked um, products or hacks that are my favorite for being a solopreneur or running a small business. Products or hacks for my business. And I do have a few that I'll mention real quick. Um, most of them are kind of software related, or like website related, but I think you could utilize them 
even if it's just your daily life we're talking about here. So the first one is Canva. Canva is the prom program that I create all of my graphics in. So anytime you see like a quote or something that has like my face cut out on it or the cover art for the podcast or event banners, anything like that, I use Canva for. I do have a pro subscription. I just felt like it is a minimal cost and worthwhile because I utilize it almost every day. But canva.com or the Canva app is free, has a free version. And it is so cool for making things like party invitations, posters, like I said, Facebook event covers, Instagram quotes you really love. I think anybody could use Canva. So that's gold in my book. Also gold is Trello. Again, Trello has a free version. That's all I use. It has an app and a web version. It's T-R-E-L-L-O, Trello. And I use it for um, a few things, for managing to-do lists. It's almost like, I like to explain it as um, Pinterest for your to-do lists. So you can create um, different categories. Then you can put task cards inside them that could contain checklists or links or photos. It's super easy to organize. It's like a drag and drop kind of thing, but it's also um, shareable. You can invite other people to your Trello board. So I use a Trello board um, between my family members for Wellness in the Village. I use a Trello board with Elisa, my assistant. I have a Trello board just for keeping and saving recipes. Um, it's just a great way to organize information. And then I use it for also my weekly workflow um, and anything that I might need related to that or my tasks and priorities. So Trello, awesome. The third is Google Drive. I don't think I have to go into depth about Google Drive, but I simply would not function without it. I am reading this list off of my Google Drive on my phone right now, so I um, highly recommend. The other two are more like hacks. They're just strategies that I use. The one that has probably been the biggest game changer for me is utilizing focus mode. Focus mode is just a setting that you have on your phone. That's what they call it in Android. I don't know if it's called something different on an iPhone, but it's in your settings, wherever your kind of well-being and wellness settings are. Yes, you do have those. And they are related to like screen time and app timers, that sort of thing. Wherever that is in your phone, you can set focus mode. Focus mode lets you pick which apps are accessible to you while you're using focus mode. So when I choose to put that setting on, um, it blocks out the ability to use anything on my phone except for like text messages, phone calls, podcasts, and Apple Music, I believe, are the only ones. Oh, and also maybe like my um, walking tracker, that sort of thing. Because when I go into focus mode, I don't want to be distracted, right? I like to utilize focus mode when I go to bed so that I can't wake up in the middle of the night and mindlessly scroll. I like to use it all the way until I'm kind of into my day so I can do my morning routine uninterrupted. I like to uh, use it when I need to focus, especially on a project or something creative or a strong work task because I can't get sidetracked. If I need to utilize any other online tools or apps or social media, I can do that from my desktop where it's a lot harder to get caught in the scroll and if I open my phone, I don't know about you, but if I open like Instagram to check a notification, I check the notification, I check the other Instagram, I scroll through, I check the stories. I'm like, well, I'm here. I should see if I have Facebook notifications. I should probably check my email. Oh, let me answer that. It's kind of a spiral. 
So focus mode prevents the spiral and helps you to stay focused. It's the thing that helps me to be the most efficient when I have a focused work block. The other thing is something I was 33 years old when I learned how to do, and that is create tab groups. If you are like me, you can silently raise your hand. If you have a million tabs open on your computer, like across your Google window, I have a million because I don't want to lose them or forget about something or have to search for it again. You know, things I use every day like email and Google Drive and Canva and QuickBooks and Square and Notes and whatever. You know, there's a million things. It can be overwhelming when you're looking at all of those tabs. Turns out you can group them into categories. So if you right click on a tab, you can assign it to a tab group and you can create the groups and color code them. And then you can drag all the other tabs that are related to that into a category. So now I can have all of my email accounts and Google Drives in one section, in one tab group. I can have everything related to my website and email list and be well with stuff in one group. I can have all business type tools in another group. So then if I'm not using that part of my brain or I'm not working on that thing, I can just shrink down, kind of collapse the tab group, and I only see the category name. And I just really can't believe that I went through graduate school and teaching not knowing that this was a thing. So you are welcome. Those five um, kind of hacks or tools that I use for running my business and let's be real, my life are Canva, Trello, Google Drive, Focus Mode, and Tab Groups. Next category, Snacks on the Go. We'll keep this short and sweet because I really only use a few different things when I'm on the go, I guess. Um, I tend to try to eat nourishing, satisfying, full meals before I go somewhere. Um, But of course, there are times when you're running around or you're hungrier than you realize. So I'll keep a few things on hand. I do like to have a package of fruise balls around. Fruise balls, um, they sell at Trader Joe's. We sell them at Wellness in the Village, and they are date and nut and fruit-based snacks that are wildly delicious. Like a peanut butter and jelly fruise ball tastes like you're biting a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Um, A lemon cheesecake fruise ball tastes like you are biting into lemon cheesecake, but they are whole food snack and very energy dense. So if you actually are needing like a meal replacement type snack on the go, I like to have fruise balls and then bring some raw fruit or vegetable with me, like fruise balls and an apple or banana or fruise balls and some carrots and celery is like a meal's worth of food. So like to have a package of those floating around. They're super shelf stable. And then of course that second one is raw fruits and vegetables. Um, Fruit is so portable, apples, oranges, bananas, whatever you like, super portable. I usually like to have some sort of raw vegetable cut up in the refrigerator, so I might grab that. Hummus or crackers um, are also very grabbable and convenient. Of course, if you're going to be somewhere hot for the day, I don't know like how many vegetables you want to transport, but I have been known to take a little backpack or a little lunch bag, throw a cold pack in it, and hit the road. So some combination of something energy dense with something um, voluminous, water and fiber filled. You've heard me talk about this. If you've heard me talk about snack pairs, there is a podcast episode all about that. If you want to scroll back and look for snack pairs. So 
what else? Oh, something energy dense. So maybe nuts, nuts in a container or granola or trail mix. Those are really my go-tos. And then the other thing that I might do is grab a protein shake. Um, I especially love cost protein. You're going to hear me talk about this a little more coming up because I have snagged a discount code for you guys. I love cost protein because it is fully plant-based organic, gluten-free, safe for all people who might like to consume it. Um, It does contain nuts and seeds, so it's the only thing you have to watch out for if there's an allergy there, but otherwise it is soy-free, but it is also delicious. And um, in my opinion, um, one of the best reflections of a meal replacement that I've seen It's delicious enough that I can shake it up with water. So in little packages or in a container in the car, it would be really stable or in your purse. And then you can shake it up with water and it contains a little bit of carbohydrates and fiber, a little bit of healthy fats, um, a bunch of protein, as well as digestive enzymes that make it friendly on the stomach and a vitamin profile, some fruit and veggie blend. Like it's just an amazing food, like literally a meal replacement. And it tastes good enough to shake up and drink with water. So if you're interested in that, again, I'll link that in the show notes for you. Um, But you can also just go to the COS website. KOS that is, and you can use the code BeWellWithSteph at your checkout for 15% off your entire order. So you can grab things like protein powder, meal replacement, um, single serve pouches, have a little stash of them on hand for on the go. While we're talking about food, this category came up twice, so I want to make sure that we get it in, and that is meal prep that you can freeze. I thought it was so interesting. This question came up on Instagram and in my Facebook group, meal prep that you can freeze. And I really had to think about this one because if I'm being honest, I don't do this very often. Um, I think, I should say, I don't do entire meals that you can freeze very often. I do prepare ingredients that you can freeze. So that's kind of what I want to talk about. The one meal that I would say I do and freeze is chili or really any kind of stew. I think because it's easy to make a big pot of it at once or to make a double or triple batch of it, it's easy to do that. And then it freezes and thaws really well because you can just put it back in the pot. So any type of chili, soup, stew, um, curry, anything like that, is really awesome to freeze. You can freeze it in Ziploc bags. You can freeze it in Tupperware containers. You could freeze it in single serve um, amounts, you know, smaller Tupperwares. So then, or storage containers. So then you can just take it out and put it into your refrigerator and have it for lunches or for dinners. So that's one meal. The rest of what I prep is usually um, ingredients. So I have been known on occasion to prepare smoothie bags, which is again, like Ziploc bags, that have all your smoothie makings in them. So then you can dump them, add your liquid and go. I might put in, break up a banana and freeze that, some frozen berries, a handful of spinach, maybe some frozen cauliflower. Maybe I'll put flaxseed or protein powder right into that bag, prep a bunch of smoothie bags all at once. This is a great thing to do um, right when you get home from a grocery store or something too. If you come home with this produce saying, I'm going to use this for smoothies, but then you're afraid that something might go bad in your refrigerator, you could put them into bags or containers, make a stash of your freezer that is smoothie prep. Then you just dump it into your blender or your blender cup, add your water or milk, and you are done. So smoothie bags for sure. And then grains are another thing. So especially if you um, are thinking about cooking or meal prep on a budget, 
or if you are cooking or meal prepping for just one or two people. It is the same amount of time to cook two servings of pasta or two servings of rice as it is to cook 10, right? It's pretty much the same amount of time. So what you can do then is freeze those cooked grains. So then you can pull them out, microwave them or throw them in a pan and they're done very, very quickly. Just like we might purchase um, like 90 second pouches of grains or 90 second rice that you can throw in the microwave quickly. That's really convenient, but it is nowhere near as cost effective as just buying rice. So um, kind of prepping batches of grains and freezing them to make your meals cook in 90 seconds is definitely a way to go. And the other thing that I freeze is produce, produce that's in season. And I am going to have an episode coming up in the next couple of weeks that is more about utilizing produce that is in season. So I'll kind of hold off on explaining that right now. But knowing that if it's corn on the cob season, I can buy extra corn on the cob really cheap, cook it and freeze it, and then have that to be able to grab um, essentially fresh, just fresh but frozen local produce any time of year that I want it. So I hope that that helps those of you that were looking for tips on freezable meal prep. I thought that this question was so fun and it was impulse purchases. What are things that I bought on impulse or bought on a whim that turned out to be awesome purchases? First of all, shout out, awesome question, Mary. Thank you for that one. Um, This was really hard for me at first because I'm not really an impulse shopper. Um, If you have ever tried to Christmas shop with me, Sarah Elizabeth, it's awful because I debate, I go back and forth, I compare, I price compare, I decide if they, if it's really worth it, if someone would really want it, like I'm terrible at at that. Um, And I'm also not a good window shopper because I don't enjoy walking around and looking at stuff that I can't have or that I'm not going to buy. It's like not, it's not something I enjoy. But when I really thought about it, There were four things I could think of that truly were random impulse buys that I am obsessed with, that I use every day now. So here are the four things. One was my Ninja single serve blender with the single serve cups. I bought it because um, I wanted to make more smoothies and they had one of these Ninja blenders at Kohl's. This was years ago, like, like six or six or seven years ago, maybe. They had this Ninja blender with the three different size cups at Kohl's, and it was, I believe, just after Christmas shopping time, and I was in that season of life where I'd gotten a Kohl's credit card, so I did a lot of Kohl's shopping and accumulated all this Kohl's cash, and then this Ninja blender went on sale, and I was like, I wonder how much Kohl's cash I have toward this. Turns out I ended up getting this blender for $12. That's what I told myself anyway. It was like $12 plus, you know, $100 in Kohl's cash besides the point. So I bought this Ninja blender. I have used that thing almost daily for the last, whatever I said, six or seven years, because not only do I make smoothies in it, I make soup in it. I make hummus in it. I make dips in it. I make all purees, all kinds of things in this blender. And I definitely got my 12 bucks worth. So I can tell it's starting to slow down, get a little clunky, maybe not as sharp because I've used the heck out of it. I will buy another another one like this because it has been so worthwhile. Um, I wish I had some sort of code to give you on Ninja Blenders. That would be like a dream partnership, but we are not there. But you can buy one. They're amazing. The second impulse buy, um, uh, my boyfriend Paul and I went to TJ Maxx. And one of the only things that we walked out with were silicone ice cube trays. 
I already have ice cube trays, like three different kinds of ice cube trays. I don't have a freezer that makes ice, so I buy ice cube trays. And went back and forth on these silicone ice cube trays for a little bit, just being like, are they just cool and new or do we actually need them? At the time, they were just cool and new. I did not think I needed ice cube trays, but we got these ice cube trays. And again, I use them every day and I don't know what it is, but the, (laughs) would you laugh at me if I said that the ice tastes better? I think the ice tastes better. Um, But they're also so easy to pop out and they're like these big cubes, total cubes, square shaped cubes. And you can pop them out of the silicone so easily that it actually makes me use more ice. I don't know if there's any benefit to that. Maybe I I use more water. I drink more cold water. I don't know. But um, love these silly silicone ice cube trays. The third thing um, that was an impulse because I bought it for my classroom a few years ago was a bistro table and chair set from Michael's. It's a little white round table and four metal chairs that are like hot pink. And I bought it because I wanted to have a little cafe seating area in my classroom. If you're new around here, I taught fifth grade for several years um, before kind of leaving to pursue these other um, avenues. And I wanted this little seating area. So I bought it on a whim, set it up for the beginning of the school year. It was so, so cute. The kids loved it. And then when I left teaching, I've used that table so many different ways. I use it to put a projector on to run classes um, at Wellness in the Village to run like nutrition classes. I put my projector on it. Right now, it is sitting out front out on the sidewalk with the chairs just to enjoy summertime. I've used it on my back patio. And it was like an end of the summer season, Michael's Craft Store, totally random. I was probably buying like I don't know, craft paper or a planner or something. And I come with back with this table and chairs, totally worth every cent of it. And then the last thing that was an impulse buy that I didn't know at the time was going to start a total um, like new part of my life, sounds weird to say, but was Buffalo Gale Skincare Mascara. My first encounter with Buffalo Gale Skincare, um, which is a local um, natural and organic skincare company in Buffalo, who started out, you know, smaller, small, small business, small company, and now just has so many amazing quality products in so many places. But I was at like a wellness fair at the Hamburg Fairgrounds where we have the Erie County Fair. I was at a wellness fair there and there was just a little vendor table set up with some Buffalo Gale products and I needed mascara. And I was like, oh, I like the idea that this is a natural mascara. It was like one of the first moves I made toward changing over my skin and makeup products, my beauty products. And I bought this mascara and it was like amazing. It made my eyelashes feel so lush and um, not clumpy. And I felt good about the product I was putting on. I just loved it. And that's been my favorite mascara for probably four or five years, this Buffalo Gale one. And I didn't realize that that was going to turn into having Buffalo Gale products in my own boutique one day to having an affiliate partnership with her. So um, if you are wanting to try any Buffalo Gale products on a whim, be they mascara or skincare or body care, I use all of the things now. Um, you can also use the code BeWellWithSteph at, when you check out. And I'll put her link in the show notes. And it's 15% off your whole order with that too. So you too can impulse buy some mascara. Final category for today, and then 
Next week, I have some other categories that are all related to summer, summertime, summer activities, summer food. So there were just so many summer ones. I'm going to lump them together and do an episode for next week of all um, like favorite things and ideas for summertime. But my last category for today was favorite motivational quotes. This was the hardest because I love quotes. Like, I have them around my house. I have them on post-it notes. I save them on social media. I have Pinterest boards full of them. I love quotes because you've heard me talk before about the power of words. You've heard me talk about how words shape our thoughts, how there's power to words, how we can use mantras and affirmations to change our mindset around something. And I have been a collector of quotes since I was a little girl scribbling in journals. So this was super hard to narrow down but I've narrowed it down to a few that I think that you will like. So in no particular order, the first one is you can do hard things. Now I know that that is a um, Glennon Doyle infused quote at this point that you can do hard things in her podcast. Um, But I don't think that we can actually attribute that quote to anyone. I think it's just a phrase, right? You can do hard things. And people have been saying it for years. It's something I've been saying for years. I said it with my students in my classroom when they said, I don't want to do this. It's hard. You know, we could say, but you have to. Or we could say, no, it's not hard or whatever. I always tried to reply to them and say, yep, you're right. It is hard, but you can do hard things. And I've applied that so many places in my life to my own personal struggles, to um, yoga practices. I had a, a yoga instructor that I loved say that in a class. You can do hard things. Yeah, this is hard. It, it's not supposed to be easy. None of, we're not pretending that this thing called life that we do is easy. It's hard, but you're tough and you can do hard things. So that is totally my, my like mantra that I live by. Another quote that I did first um, come across when I was working with students, um, but I just think I really love is from Eleanor Roosevelt. And that quote is, great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss things, and small minds discuss people. Helpful for framing conversation and for framing our thoughts, right? We know that we don't want to be talked about. We know that we It doesn't serve us at all when we talk about or gossip about other people or their choices, right? What other people do is their business and what we do is our business. And we take up a lot of our time and energy, I think, thinking and talking about people. We also tend to, on the average, discuss a lot of day-to-day things, right? Like schedules, food, the basics. You know, we talk about what's going on at the time. You know, think about, we talk about the weather, just kind of average things. And that's fine. But I do believe that great minds discuss ideas. We talk about creativity. We talk about emotion. We talk about ideas for making the world a little bit better, for helping each other to be a little bit better, for um, we talk about art or we express art. And that that's where the greatness comes from is putting our focus and our energy on ideas instead of on things or people. So that Eleanor Roosevelt quote was, great minds discuss ideas, average minds discuss things, small minds discuss people. Number three is from Helen Keller and just a special little one, I think, in maintaining positivity, but also in that I have a couple of girlfriends that I'm really close with and um, we call ourselves the sunflowers. So there's just a quote that I really like and it is, keep your face to the sunshine and you cannot see the shadows. 
It's what the sunflowers do. I'll just leave that there. Keep your face to the sunshine and you cannot see the shadows. It's what the sunflowers do. Number four, I do not know who it is attributed to. I think it's kind of general and generic, but pretty motivating. And that is just, if you want something you've never had, you've got to do something that you've never done, right? Bold. If you want something you've never had, you've got to do something you've never done. Kind of the same idea of insanity being doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results. It's not going to work like that, right? If you want a new life, if you want to feel differently, if you want to have different connections or experiences or ideas, that's on you, boo, right? You've got to do something different then if you want something that you've never had. The, like, I think this is number five. I kind of lost track of number five. Um, I, again, do not know who to credit this to, but um, I embrace it. And that is, someone once told me not to bite off more than I can chew. I said I'd rather choke on greatness than nibble on mediocrity. Boom. The last one um, is credited to E.B. White, and I think that this may be a, a paraphrase of the original writing, but it's the version that I like, and it's the one that I'm going to leave you with, kind of sums up, I guess, me and who I am and what I do. And that is, I get up every morning determined to both change the world and have one hell of a good time. Sometimes this makes planning my day difficult. I wanna thank you for all of your awesome category suggestions and for being here, hearing some of my story and some of the stuff that I like and that makes me tick. I would love to hear if any of this connects with you, if any of these are your favorite things or something stood out to you, I really wanna hear from you. That's where the community piece of this comes from. So you can hop on over to Instagram, look for Be Well With Stuff, comment on this week's podcast post, or if you're listening to this another time, comment on a recent post, send me a DM, let me know what some of your favorite things are. And I'll be back in the next episode talking about favorite things for summertime. I'll see you then. Thank you so much for listening to Be Well With Steph, the podcast. When there are a million things that you could be doing, I appreciate your choosing to hang out here. And I am proud of you for continuing to work on your own wellness journey. I invite you to head over to BeWellWithStuff.com for the details from this episode, my blog, upcoming events, and lots of other resources. If you enjoyed today's show, I'd love to hear from you. I'm Be Well With Stuff everywhere you like to hang out on social media, so come on over and say hi. Until next time, my friends, be well. Be well.